0: Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about this whole mess to my day. The uh, power. I mean, we've had 60 mile an hour winds over the last couple of days. My power didn't go out once. But today where it's all quiet, it's not even raining, the power goes out and it goes out before I have a chance to do my hair or my makeup. So I have to hurry up and pack up my stuff and head on over to my daughter's house who did have power. So here I am, I'm at Jennifer's house. So I'm about, I don't know, 15 miles, 16 miles away from where I live and the power around where I live was completely out and Puget Sound Energy has no clue like they have no clue why, uh, but there were 1800 and some people in my neighborhood without power. So anyway, uh, the mystical and the magical, right? I have no clue why I was uh, meant to leave that house to come over here, but here I am and uh, ready for my day. So those of you who are my clients that are scheduled for the day, we're still on uh, as I have power here where I am. And so we can do our sessions Uh, I thought I would just come on for a short time to talk to everybody uh, just to say good morning. And I really had a lot that I wanted to share this morning. And of course, I didn't think I'd have time to be able to get uh, back onto a broadcast, so I didn't bring my notes, so I'm going to wing it, okay? One of the big things that I wanted to talk about today was that Mars is making a move into Scorpio, and that will happen uh, later in the day. And uh, then he will be in the sign of Scorpio, a sign he rules, for about six weeks, taking us up until December 13th. Lord Almighty, I don't want to really think about that December. Oh my gosh. And while he's in Scorpio, it is giving us an opportunity to take a look at all of the shadow energy, the fear energy that we have. Now, we've talked about this. We talked about it on Monday. We talked about it uh, last week, I think, as well. But what didn't occur to me at that moment we were talking about it is that this is the first time in two years that Mars will have been in Scorpio because it takes Mars two years to go completely around the chart or around the Zodiac. So this gives us an opportunity to really dive deep into the fears that we have or the shadows that we have to be able to move through them. Mars represents action or motion movement, right? Moving us forward. So we have a grand opportunity. And uh, I was reading something yesterday and it was talking about honoring our fears. And it's I, I mean, I may not have used those exact same words, but it's what I've been sort of telling everybody to do to make sure you don't like repress them or push them down even further or sweep them away. Because that's not exactly how we want to deal with it. We want to be able to meet them head on. We want to be able to stare it in the face and say, I honor you, right? You're showing me something about me. You're showing me where I might still be holding myself back, where I'm not sure of where I'm going or what it is that I want to do or whatever it is, the whatever the fear is or the shadow energy is that's coming up. Take it in and allow it to show you or guide you to what you need to do in order to honor it, to move through it, to release it, maybe if that's appropriate, and then to move forward despite the feeling of terror that you might have. <laughs> and to, this, is, this shows up for us in many different ways. And one of the ways that we can see where uh, that shows up is where um, Scorpio is in your natal chart. So I was thinking about this where Scorpio is in my natal chart. Oh, Lord, I think it's in my fourth house. So funny thing, because often I am worried about my family or what's going on with my family. And of course, having then a family member uh, die and leave me was very difficult because that part of me that is holding on to my family. It's like, I like to keep them all close just so I can make sure that they're all okay, that they're all doing well. So here we are, right? We get this opportunity to look at the fear in the face. So here's where the mystical, magical, and the sublime shows up. And this is the story I want to share with you. So indulge me, please, right? Uh, There isn't much more astrology to share. I mean, I could keep sharing about Scorpio, but we did that already. So on, um, let's say today is Friday. So this was Wednesday. I, I was, it was in the afternoon sometime and I knew that the weather was going to get really bad and I was feeling very restless. So I wanted to make sure I got out for a walk. And when I got out there, I saw my neighbor out in her yard and I went, Oh, she had brought me some flowers. So I wanted to return her vase to her. So I walked across the yard to where she lives. And uh, she and I were standing there talking and all of a sudden I start noticing eagles and the eagles aren't like just flying over my head, you know, like they're always doing that, right? They always do that. No, they were coming in. They were swooping down low over us. Like, are you thinking I might be food or something? I don't know. And then I went, "Mm, messages, right? They might be bringing messages or spirit that's ready to connect. I didn't think about it in that terms, right? In those terms right away but to go back a little bit earlier in the day i had been introduced to something called star seeds astrology now i've been introduced to it before so this wasn't like the first time but something very magical was happening around the thought of doing star seeds astrology for me and you guys know me right i love to go where i've not gone before so i said goodbye to my neighbor having you know this spiritual experience of these eagles And I'm walking down this very long driveway to connect to the street. And I started thinking about my Starseeds heritage. And for the most part, I have an Andromedan heritage. And I know you guys are going to all want to know where your heritage is. And we will get to that someday soon. But I need to learn more before I can actually share that with you. So I have this Andromedan heritage. And so I started walking and thinking about that. And then all of a sudden, I started having a conversation out loud with my son, Brian, who passed back in July. And I'm sure if there were a lot of people walking, like if I was in a city, they would have thought, oh, she's a little loony because I'm talking out loud. And I said to Brian, hey, Brian, um, I think while I'm walking, I'm just going to have this conversation with you. And I would love it if you would show me a sign that you're listening, that you're there, and i said oh and by the way make sure it's obvious because you know me right i'm gonna see everything as a sign if it's not real obvious so i'm walking on and i'm talking to him i'm telling him about by day and about starseeds astrology and blah 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 and all of a sudden a hawk which i don't normally see on the island right they live out on the flats but they're not so much up on the island it's too forested they like really the flats where they can see the mice and the whatever and the heck they eat So this hawk comes flying at me. So he's flying like right in line with the road. And when he, I see him, I look up, he flies off to the tree next to me and sits there and calls, does a little, you know, hawk thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Brian, thank you for the sign. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought to look for a hawk. So fast forward, now I'm having this conversation with Brian. I'm asking him about crypto because we were, that was his his and my thing. We were always talking about Cardano and Bitcoin and all of the different uh, dog coins, Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, all these different coins. And he and I both, the whole family basically has invested quite a lot in crypto. And I was just asking him, you know, is this something that's going to keep going? Is this something that I need to be worried about or what's up with the crypto? And I said, show me another sign, right? So then the same Hawk that had been in the tree. Now I've walked on probably a block or so the same Hawk starts flying overhead. Now I'm walking due North. The Hawk is in front of me. Like he's following the road that I'm on moving due North. (laughs) And I thought that's a sign, right? He's telling me, keep going. Right. I'm keep, keep going. He's moving in the same direction that I'm going. So I got the sign, Brian, thank you very much. Keep going, keep doing what you're doing. I also thought of, um, for whatever reason, that direction as increase, right? That increase, like this is a good thing, right? So good thing, keep moving, keep doing, you're in the right place. All right, great. So I'm having this wonderful thing going on with me and, and Brian, and I know it's him, because I asked specifically for him, right? So then I get up, I get to the very end of the road, I turn around and I start to head back. And I'm still talking out loud to Brian of no consequence. I said, oh, I saw Wyatt the other day. He's so handsome and he's so smart. And, and you know, I, I bet you miss him and I'm going on and on. And suddenly I hear this motorcycle coming up from behind me. And I'm on a narrow road, so I have to move over a bit to make sure that if there's a car coming too, that they can pass. And all of a sudden, the motorcycle stops. And I'm like, that's weird. So I turn and I look and I see this man on a motorcycle. And then he points. And I turn and I look. And right in front of me is a buck, a deer, a young buck. He's probably, you know, just in his first year of getting antlers. They're just little nubbins on his head. And that deer which if you knew my son, he was a hunter. He loved animals. He loved, he was one of those honorable hunters. Like he hunted within all the rules and he absolutely honored that the spirit of the animal and all of that. So this deer is now in front of me and he starts walking toward me. We meet eye to eye, right? We meet eye to eye. And he takes a step for me, toward me, I take a step toward him and then the motorcycle guy moved or did something and it scared him. So he kind of sprints off a little bit, but then he stops and he looks back at me and I'm like, hi, Brian. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I see you. I I I, could, I couldn't help but feel what he felt, must have felt being able to be in the spirit of a deer, right? All that muscle and all of that freedom and all of that dearness, right? So then uh, I say goodbye to the deer because I know you're spooked now. So I keep walking on gently. So then I said to Brian, you know, I, I've got a question and you know what, I don't know how you're going to answer this one for me. So I'm going to just be surprised how you answer this question for me. And I'm talking out loud, by the way, I said, so tell me when you passed on, were our dogs there to meet you? Was there Hannah and doodles and pepper and throttle? Were they there?" to meet you. And I said, I don't know how you're going to tell me this one, but I I would love to know, right? I would really love to know that our cherished pets who've passed on were there. So I walk on another block or so, and I look to my left and there's a man playing with his dog in the yard. The yard is behind gates, right? I live in a fairly, you know, affluent neighborhood. So the people there are often, you know, behind gates, right? They, they close off these gates. They have these immense plots of land and big houses. And so there's this man playing with his dog and the dog notices me and starts barking. And I didn't think of it as a sign from Brian. I did not think of it as a sign. So I kept walking and I was talking about the dog. I'm like, you know, I really miss having a dog. I miss Hannah. And I get up past this one house and all of a sudden I hear like paw prints, paw, paw sounds coming up from behind me. And I turn around and I look and oh my gosh, there is a dog. I've walked that island every day just about for, I don't know how many years I've lived there, eight, nine, 10 years. And I've never had a dog on the loose come up to me on the road while I'm walking. But here comes a dog and she is the most adorable little lab looking dog. You could tell she's a pup. She's not very old and i start she starts whirling around me jumping up on me and i'm playing with her and laughing and talking to her and i i see a house and i'm like maybe you live in that house so i go over to that house to return her to her owners look at her tag and it says Nellie bell and i was like oh my gosh my daughter's dog's name is nelly and they call her Nellie bell so i'm like oh my goodness this is so awesome so then I realized on the tag is a phone number, but she won't sit still very much for me to be able to take a look at the number. I finally get her to sit still. I take a number and I call the number and the man answers the phone right away. And I said, hi, I think I said, do you have a dog named Nellie Bell? And he said, yes. Did she get out? I'm like, yeah. He said, I don't know how she did that. And I said, I don't know, but I nobody's home at your house. How do I How do I put her in the yard or what do I do? So he tells me how to get her into the yard. I had a heck of a time getting that dog in the yard. The gate was firmly closed, there were no holes, no place where that dog could have escaped. So I'm thinking, Brian, thank you very much, did something to allow that dog out to give me the message that he was there, that he was listening to me, that he was interacting with me. So I put the dog back in the yard. And then I say, the guy says to me, oh, you know, what's your name? And I tell him my name and he said, my name is Dan Gunderson. And I went, oh, hi, nice to meet you, Dan. Uh, Your dog's safe in the yard. I'm going to you know, go now. And then as I was walking away, I realized the one dog that I didn't mention that had passed on. His name was Gunner and Gunner was a black lab in Newfoundland. He was a mixed dog, but he was pure black. And Brian and Wesley both loved that dog. So funny thing, right? Brian sends me this black dog as a puppy. We got Gunner as a puppy. In fact, our dog Doodles had Gunner as a puppy. And um, we kept Gunner until Gunner Gunner passed away. So Gunderson, Gunner, the message was pretty clear. Brian was talking and walking with me on this trip that I was taking. I'm still in amazement. I'm still like in awe that there are these spirits, for lack of a better term, our loved ones that are there. They're present with us, and when we are when we choose to interact with them, they love it. They respond. So that tears of joy, cool rocks. Absolutely. I I was at one point during the walk crying. Um, and I was mostly what triggers me to cry now is when I think about Wyatt and not growing up with his daddy. And, and so that was kind of what I was saying. And, and that, you know, caused me to cry a bit, but in all, everything that Brian and I had in this conversation was so cool because (laughs) if, if it wasn't happening to me, it would be hard to believe right i'm so grounded i really am grounded but i'm very spiritual as well and i notice the signs so i'm saying to everybody pay attention right pay attention you never know what spirit what loved one what pat what person that's passed on might be coming to share something with you they just want to be acknowledged even and i could feel i could feel the sort of electrical excitement for lack of a better way to describe it that i'm sure was brian's excitement that I could hear him right that or that I was interacting with him. So now I'm always talking to him. (laughs) I'm going to continue talking to him. And don't be afraid to ask for them to show you a sign so that you'll notice what it is that you will know that they're there. That was the other part of that. So at least I was able to share that bit of magic with you all today. And I'm sorry that my whole rest of the presentation got messed up, but you know, whatever. Um, Before I leave the moon today is in Leo. So we're dealing with the energy of love and romance of creativity, of connecting with that childlike enthusiasm. That's interesting. Don't you think as I'm sharing this story, I'm thinking about how children are so connected to the spiritual side, right? Um, They don't have the same filters that we adults do or that the older kids even have. They're very near to the spiritual realm. So this is a great day for that. The moon will move into the void a little after midnight West coast time and be in the void until I think it was 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, my time when the moon will then move into Virgo. So that puts a work service and health spin on the weekend. So take some time maybe to organize, to clean, to um, get straight with what it is that you want to share with the world. Uh, but the moon this weekend is actually helpful in getting us organized, and, and um, I'm not sure what that's going to mean for Halloween though, because the moon will be in Virgo on Halloween. Maybe a cautionary tale about eating too much candy or having too much fun uh, out there. Um, comments, JLo, the veil is very thin. Oh, indeed, not only is your personal veil between uh, living and spirit earthly and spiritual life thin, but the collective veil is also very thin. So I think it's the double dose of thinness in the veil that allows us to have this access now. And, um, anyway, uh, cool rock says, ah, yes, the veil is thin communication beyond the usual JLo. I took a video of my daughter speaking just a few days ago. I have been doing it for a little while now for personal use. Very nice. Um, Christine, glad you received such beautiful signs and messages. Oh man, it was so good. I couldn't even tell you, Uh, Tom, a little loony. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, let's see what else? Question, Mars and Scorpio. How does this affect our actions? Mars is action. Yes, Mars is action. And this is the, this is why I was saying Tom, that this is an excellent time for us to dig to the bottom of the well to look into what it is that our main fear is. What is it that you, how, where in your life do you hold yourself back because of a fear um, and a shadow? And some of you may not readily attribute that what you're, you're doing uh, or withholding is from a fear. But I can tell you when you're not fully embracing life and everything that you want to do and all that you want to be, there's a fear there. Because you are truly here to do what it is that you desire, to really take your passion and share it with the world. But if there's something holding you back from that, then you have to keep digging. And this is a great time to dig. Mars and Scorpio, digging time, right? Being able to get to the bottom of what that fear might be. And no, I didn't bring my cards. Tom, so sorry. Um, my daughter has cards. She has my tarot cards sitting over there. Um and I don't know. You no, know, I don't know where she keeps all of her other cards and stuff. But it's all right. We don't need a card for today. We've got a lot to think about for today. All right. Um, JLo posted collective cards on the Facebook group page. So the Living Astrology Community has a there's a group page called Living Astrology Community. Some of you may not be on that page yet. You can go and ask to join. It's free and we share a lot of information there. I allow a lot of people to share on that page. So cards might be there and things like that. So thank you for that, JLo. Debbie Tibbetts to me, old wind has been crazy here too. Woohoo! hoo uh, I love the wind. I really do. But it's weird when the power goes out and there's no attributable reason. Except the river's flooding. Maybe that, but that doesn't even make sense because it wasn't the river by my house that was flooding. Uh, anyway, so Debbie also shared some cards. It looks like, um, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So anyway, guys, that's it for me. I have a client at nine 30 that I got to prepare for. So love to all of you have a wonderful weekend. I will see you on Monday. Assuming my power is back on or not going off for some reason, have a happy Halloween and dig into those shadows. You never know what you might find. All right. Bye everybody.